Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. All right. Happy Mother's Day. And let's run down to Port O'Connor. We just call it POC. Let's talk to Captain Lynn Smith this morning. Hey, Lynn, what's up, man? Hey, good morning. What's up? Good morning. Oh, man, happy Mother's Day. It's just, it's that uh, time watching, again. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm just watching it rain. I know Crazy what I see, all that rain down your way. Unbelievable. Oh, that weather was crazy yesterday, wasn't it? It was. Pretty nuts. It didn't know. It didn't know what it wanted to do. You know, I, I kept thinking it was going to come in on us and just hammer us, and it never would. It was moving so um, slow. Yeah. Yeah, we thought we were going to get really hammered, and we didn't. And uh, but it just hung offshore and whirled around I, like a hurricane or something. You know, I, I said, "Oh my goodness!" But uh, now it's uh, it's just kind of a steady rain right now. But uh, I don't know what what we're gonna get out of this. I don't know. It's not a heavy rain. It's just a kind of a steady no, it's, light. It's showing uh, yellow on radar. You know, it's, it looks like it's yeah. fairly light. At least you don't have any, all that thunder and lightning with all that red stuff, man. No, no. I heard a little thunder a while ago, but not too bad. But anyway, it's uh, been kind of a crazy week. You know, this this uh, rain and thunder and and. Uh, of course it scares off all the fishermen and <laughs> does that yeah. but uh it doesn't scare off much of the fish you know but uh, anyway the fishermen don't want to get out in it i don't either if it's lightning i don't want to get out there and fight that i've seen too much of that I'm, uh, just man i'll tell you taking a risk i'm telling you i don't want to i don't want to get out there in that I've had no, there's not many of, fish out there worth dying for. No, no, they're not. I've had guys that that'll take customers in it, and I, I tell them they're crazy, man. I know this one guy that I, I knew. We we had a tournament, a a guys' cup down here, and uh, he took customers and went, and it was a bad thunderstorm. And I said, man, you you got to be crazy. And it, when when uh, that afternoon, when we were at the award ceremony. 
I said, man, you didn't go out in that, did you? He said, oh, I was running down the intercoastal and, and lightning was cracking all around us. I said, you have <laughs> got to be kidding me. I said, oh, it's not boy. worth it to get a trophy. <laughs> it's it's not worth it to get a trophy. No. No. Uh-uh. Not me, buddy. No, sir. I concur. No. I agree thoroughly. No way. No way. I said, I don't want to put my customers or myself in that situation. First off, the Coast Guard would jerk my license if I did that. Got somebody killed. Man, oh, man. He says, son, are you stupid or something? <laughs> like yeah, exactly. Are you stupid, stupid or Stupid is, stupid does. <laughs> That's it, man. <laughs> God almighty. Oh, my goodness. Hey, I Googled it, that 46-foot bow holler we were talking about earlier. Oh, my goodness. What a what a gorgeous boat. I'm looking at all the teak, the way it's laid out with the seats behind the console. What a rig, yeah. man. Oh, man. Mm, mm. All it takes is a little this, money there, Lynn. You've got plenty of it. You ought to be running you a big Valhalla. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i got plenty of money, yeah. No, I'm a backwater I'm guy, man. I'm I'm a bay rat. I like staying inshore. I enjoyed oh, fishing too. offshore when I did, but uh, different game these days. I don't have the money to play yeah. that anymore. No, no. No, not me. I I fished offshore a little bit, but uh, with my dad. But you know, I had enough of that. I had enough of that. I had a friend of mine one time he he had gone offshore in his boat. He kept his his boat down at Bridge Harbor in Freeport, mm-hmm. and uh, he took some friends. He took a friend with his young son, and they got caught in a real bad storm out there, and uh, he he couldn't get back to land. The storm was between the land and, and, uh, and him. So he, he ran back to a rig and hooked onto the rig to ride it out. And he said, boy, it was, it was something, you know? And, uh, there again, that lightning was cracking all around us and everything. And he said, it was unbelievable. And he, I said, well, how'd that, how'd that young boy handle it? He said, Oh, he thought it was great. He thought, you know, every trip offshore was like that. <laughs> you know, he wrote it out. <laughs> so, uh, to him it was no big deal i said man but he said it was a rough rough day out there offshore so i said well on the good days he'll really enjoy it i like those flat days offshore yes we all do my kind that's my kind of fishing yeah when you can look down see that water down there about 30 or 40 feet down that's that's the days you want to be out there you know you see those snappers swimming around Oh yeah, that's pretty, mm. mighty pretty. But uh, I tell you what, I went. Uh, I guess it was Friday. Uh, I went to the post office and I, uh, I said I'm gonna swing over to the ramp, see if anybody's cleaning the fish. And sure enough, this friend of mine was, he was he had gone out, he fished out around the jetties and he had a party. He had four guys and and they were cleaning fish. And I was walking up there to the clean table and there were gaff top carcasses floating everywhere Uh-oh. <laughs> I, said, I said man uh looks like you put a hurt on the gaff top he uh-huh. said oh yeah he said we fished i fished these guys uh yesterday and today he said how many gaff top did we get yesterday guys they said 40 <laughs> i said oh my goodness and uh kill them they, all <laughs> go back and smoked. get some more <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah 
I said, what about bulls? Y'all catch a bunch of bulls? He said, oh, yeah, yeah, we caught a bunch of bulls. He said, he said, of course, he said, we had four lines out, and the biggest bull that we hooked was on light on the light tackle rod, of course, on a trout rod. And uh, they caught a bull that was 47 inches, and they caught him on a trout rod. <laughs> you know, <laughs> never failed. Boy, I bet that was fun. <laughs> Don't Retiring. you know? Oh, man, I'm telling you. Never well, I enjoyed looking at that 46 Valhalla, but Plog texted me and said, hey, take a look at the 55, the V55. My oh, goodness gracious, what a boat. My. Isn't that pretty? Man. They had to a, win they the lottery. Had a, <laughs> oh, man, yeah. Boys and their toys, man. I'm telling you. Yeah, they had they had some pretty boats at the fishing show, too. They really did. They had a big Freeman at the fishing show, and uh, everybody was getting up looking at that. And I said, uh, they said, don't you want to get up on it and look at it? I said, no, uh-uh. <laughs> no, I don't want to look at it. Too rich for my blood. Oh, man, what a rig. Oh, man. They said they are so smooth running, you know, going out there, you know, five or six foot waves, you know, that's just real smooth running. Yeah, I'd have to live on, on this one. I couldn't yeah, afford I to live too. on it. No. My goodness. Uh-uh. No. No, not me. No way. You know, I mm-hmm. I, I just couldn't handle that. Nope. I'm, I'll just stick to the base. It's expensive enough to put fuel in your boat. Down here, you know, I'm running that uh, ethanol-free gas in mine. And it's three sixty nine a gallon. That's what that gas is. Man. So it gets gets a little expensive, but uh, after you uh, have that ethanol eat the eat the rubber out of your fuel pump, you kind of get a little gun shy, you know. Well, sure. That ethanol, and I was I was putting uh, treatment in every time I fill my gas my gas tank up every single time. I know. I use. Uh, I've been using Startron for years. So so far so good, but mm-hmm. it uh, it's just not good for anything. No, no, it's not. You know, yeah, save no, the corn not. for for human consumption and for our deer and animals. Absolutely. And <laughs> Quit making fuel out of it. <laughs> I agree, boy. I mean to tell you, but. Uh, at least uh, the gaff top are taking it on the chin. Well, they are. I, uh, Man, keep it up. I, I, they need to come over I this laugh. way and thin some of ours out. Get them all. Boy, I, yeah, I laughed one day, boy. I was wading with three guys, and we were throwing plastic, and, and we were catching trout, and we were everybody was doing good. And I like to I like to experiment. When, when everybody's catching fish on, on one particular lure or whatever, I, I'll go through my bag, and I'll – pick out different colors and stuff and just kind of experiment you know while they're catching fish i'll i'll try different colors or different baits and you know i may throw a carkey or or a soft dine or something like that or lily or something and uh, so while they were catching them on plastic i I put on top water put on a a big super spook and i mean first cast man boom boy i mean big big explosion (laughs) you know and boy i looked over and i said boy that was a top water guys and and about a six pound gaff top just smoked it. Man. Hey, they I eat mean, them up, man. Oh, they, they do, boy. 
They don't they take do. no prisoners. No, I had slime up that line about four feet. <laughs> I said, "No, forget that top water, guys. <laughs> forget that." Big old oh, sail cat. Mm-hmm. We call them oh, gaff top. You know, they're gaff top sail catfish, but uh, we just call them gaff top yeah. over here in Florida. Yeah. They call them sail cats. Yeah, we call them snot sharks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they are, well, they are something else. We call them a lot of things that uh, we can't say on the radio, too. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> yeah. But they are good to eat. They are, they are good to eat. We, uh, you want to mess with them? Yep, that's right. They have a They're an edible fillet. fish. They do make a, a beautiful fillet, I guarantee you. We uh, Bleed we them out. A, our, they're they're uh, good and white. Get that bloodline out of them. Good stuff. Oh, man. We had a, a guides association here in Port O'Connor, and, and we have a fish fry down the front beach to benefit our uh, e, uh, EMS. And uh, right, so we we uh, Parks and Wildlife were setting uh, gill nets and uh, doing test test nets out. And, yeah, krill uh, They surveys. would call me. Yeah, and they would call me, or they would and and the Red Childers. They'd call both of us, and and we'd go over to Parks and Wildlife, and they'd have these big you know, like 120 quart igloos full of gaff top. And what they couldn't save, what what wasn't alive, they could release. They they throw in these coolers, and they mm-hmm. they might have four or five of these big igloos full of gaff top. And uh, and we'd fillet them. And uh, Red and I'd get over there, boy, and we we'd fillet those big old gaff top till the world looked level. You know, <laughs> but we'd have igloos full of that. Those gaff top fillets, and they they have beautiful meat on them. I mean, beautiful. And we'd have those fish fries on the front beach for everybody, and everybody just loved it. It was great. But um, now they're real good to eat. Nothing wrong with that. So um, everybody had a good time. So it was great meat. Yeah, and uh, you're saving the other resource by not uh, harvesting them for a fish fry. That's, hey, That's true. Good. You better know it, but no, I've got I've got a buddy of mine here, one of my guide buddies. And man, he doesn't he doesn't throw a gaff top back. I mean, he he throws them in his cooler. I mean, he loves them. And uh, when he's oh, out, what a mess they up. make in a cooler, boy! They will don't line think. the walls with slime. Good you lord! Don't, don't let, let it, it dry. dry. Don't Dude. let it dry. You need an air chisel to get it off. Goodness. That's right. What a mess! That's right. Well, he'll put it in a donut, you know, and drag it behind him, let that slime get out of there. But uh, that's the way he'll he'll do it. But, he, yeah, I tell him, I said, man, for goodness sakes, don't put it in your cooler and let it dry. Yeah, My dad used to take him, he'd string them and hang them over the side of the boat. He'd cut a big old slot on the tail on each side and string mm-hmm. them and just let them swim all the blood on them. When they die, all the slime will wash off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you got something yep. clean to work with when you fillet it. But. Oh yeah, yeah. You know that that makes a good deal too. If you can, if you can have a redfish and and cut him and let him bleed out, you know mm-hmm. that makes a beautiful fillet. Of course, down here you don't want to do that. <laughs> no, it'll get eaten. <laughs> it will. It won't last long. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Let me knock this no, break out, Lynn. Hang on, buddy. I'll be right back at you, bud. All righty. 
I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop, the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality, quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. No better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. Check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display. All their regulators and diffusers, they even refill your bottles right there at the store. Or if you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. And check out all their great seafood prices and selection there. Not to mention we're in the height of crawfish season. And Boyd's has got good crawfish, great prices, plenty of availability. Check them out at boydsonestop.com or call them at 409-945-4001. When you go out and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Yeah, that's my old girlfriend. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show on this Mother's Day morning. All right, let's go back to Lynn Smith and Port O'Connor. All right, Lynn, we're back, buddy. Yeah, uh, I was just thinking. Uh, several years ago, I was wading down my south pass, and and uh, I I hooked, uh, I caught about a oh five or six pound trout, and, and uh, on a carkey, and uh, boy, she sucked that carkey down deep, and and uh, she came up shaking her head trying to throw it, and well, she she tore up her gills, and and uh, she sucked it down deep, and gut hooked her, and uh, when I got her up there, boy, she she bled a lot and uh i thought well she's not gonna make it you know she just i hate to keep her but i I wouldn't i normally wouldn't keep a fish that big but i i went ahead and i strung her i said she's not gonna make it well anyway i'm i'm waiting along there about 30 minutes later i just i looked back to see if she was lively i said i know she's not gonna make it her gills are torn up and when i looked back all i had was the head (laughs) i never even felt that shark come up and bite her you know but he just, he bit her right up to the gills. 
He took that, that big of fish right up to the gills. I never precise, you know. They're precise. Yes. Uh-huh. I never even felt that shark eat that trout. I mean, that was a pretty good-sized trout to take it completely all the way up to the gills. Yeah. Well, I can tell you, odds are it was most likely a bull shark because they uh, – they yeah. won't mess with two pounders when you're reeling in twos or threes. They wait for you to get a five or bigger on before they they're gonna make oh, sure yeah. they go for the right, you know. They're gonna get a oh, big yeah. snack. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got lots of bulls, yeah. Yeah, I've seen some one some that'll make your hair stand up on oh, the big old trout years ago on a blue and chrome super spook. And I sat down on that fish and I knew it was a good one, you know, just he didn't even see, he he barely made a swirl on it. He just sucked it down. I'd uh, I was walking a dog with it, and I'd stop and start it, and I stopped it and just let it kind of, you know, the the tail end mm-hmm. sink down a little bit, and it just it went tight on me. I sat down on that <laughs> fish, and he was all hard harmonica mouth with it, wearing it all across yeah. his face, and he was shaking, and all of a sudden that fish went crazy. And started ripping, dragging, jumping out of the water, just flipping end over end, cartwheeling. I said, man, this ain't right. There was a big no. old bull shark on him, and he bit him off behind the head. And I weighed the head and what was left of the shoulders, and it weighed six and a half pounds. Oh, my God. It was goodness. a monster. I don't know how big that fish was. It was a big mm. one. Mm. Oh, mm. I hated it. And I was in a tournament, too. I needed that fish so big time. Oh my but goodness! I never lost another one. You know, they he never ate another one. I guess he got all he wanted out of that one. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah. I had, had two of my buddies out there. They were out here by the by the cedars, and and there's a lot of sharks right there because between the jetties and Pascavallo, you can imagine oh, the sharks that are right that's there. Shark you City, know. man. That's it, a freeway. It is a freeway because you got the deeper water right there. Yeah, and they were waiting right there. And, and all of a sudden, man, this buddy of mine had a had a trout on top water right there, boy, and he was he was having fun catching trout. Well, there was a shark, probably a six or seven footer, just took the trout right off the end of his rod. You know, he was just about to reel one in, and and when that that shark came up and took that trout, he threw water clear over my buddy, just just blew up and threw water clear over him. You know, and and. Uh, that my other friend was over there and he said you could hear him scream it sounded like a a little girly scream he said (laughs) just echoed all down that shoreline boy oh my goodness he said boy i got his attention he said man that was a big shark (laughs) hey have you ever had him rub you just swam by you and and rub you oh Uh, yeah that uh, oh, I'm yeah. out of there. Then they they're smelling you up, buddy. They're sizing you up. Yes, they are. Well, I've had them come up and bump me too. Yeah, yeah I used to wade in shorts them. a lot, and uh, man, you can feel that old sandpaper on them when they rub down your back of your legs. It's it's time mm-hmm. to go, boys. We're yeah. loading up. I had. I said these guys weren't the... any good anyway. Let's go get some bigger <laughs> ones. <laughs> Ooh. Tell them I'm scared. <laughs> yeah. I had three guys one day, and one of the old guys stayed on the boat, and and uh, we jumped out. We were on the hump, and there's a lot of sharks out there. And, and uh, we jumped oh, out, one stayed on the boat, and, and I figured, well, you come get us when, when we're done. Hmm. We haven't been out of the boat 
15, 20 minutes. And, and uh, Bo heard one of them holler for his buddy to come get him. And I thought, now what's, why is he getting out of the, out of the water? What's he doing? You know, and here they came idling over to get me. And I said, uh, well, what's the deal? And he said, he, that's what happened with him. He was, he hadn't been out of the boat 15 minutes and a, and a okay. big bull came up and bumped him. Just came up there and just nosed him, you know, yeah, checking him out, see what he is. He said, that's it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out of here, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah. I got a friend that was waiting to surf down there by the Darlington. You know, he was past it. And they were on mm-hmm. a big old school of fish down there. And, and uh, it was a little rough, a little bumpy. And uh, this one wave's coming, and it was just fixing to break on him. You know how when you're waiting to surf, you'll jump up there, hold your rod up there, and jump up? Right. Right Right when he jumped up, there was a big old shark surfing in that wave and ran smooth over him, hit him right in the chest. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That's an eye-opener right there, man. That'll that'll, that'll wake you up. Yeah. Yeah, I had a buddy almost did the same thing, and and he, he looked up and saw two sharks coming right at him. Ooh. about six or seven footers and uh and uh one of them peeled off and the other one kept coming kept coming and he and he's a big old boy he's he's six two or six three and and he said man he said that shark's gonna go between my legs you know and he and when the shark got up there to him he tried to jump up but you know how you you, you can't jump up too high right. he's waist high in the water and uh he tried he was on like the second bar and he tried to jump and when he did, that shark hit him in the leg Ugh. and knocked him off his feet. And uh, we had we had stretched out. He had dropped myself and one other waiter off and then gone down a ways, and he and another guy got out of the boat. Well, we were going to leapfrog down the right. surf. And uh, so I was wading to the boat, and I saw him wading back to the boat. And I, said, I told that other guy with us, I said, well, what's he doing? He knows we're leapfrogging, you know. And uh, we got to the boat by the same time, and his buddy was just laughing, boy, just cracking up laughing because that guy was just soaking wet, you know. And uh, he said, "Man, he said that was, he said that was pretty hair raising, boy, when that shark hit me in the leg and knocked me off my feet." And uh, he said, "You just, you just knew you were fixing to get bit, you know. You just knew it." Oh yeah. But I've had more hair-raising experiences with sharks in the bay than I have in the surf, you know, yeah, really. Yeah, I have, too. Yeah. It makes They make me nervous, man, when they're way oh. back in them flats there, and they're just cruising around. just They're waiting for you to catch fish. And, That's right. You know, I've seen them in Trinity Bay, them big old bull sharks. We'll be out there in the middle working reds or trout, you know, slicks and mud bulls and all that, and uh, you get fishing good. Or if you're fishing the wells out there and you're anchored up, and you're standing up there on the bow and throwing and catching trout, and that those bull sharks will lay right under your boat, just sitting there idling around, waiting for you to reel the right size fish they want, and they'll come out from under that boat and cause a most god awful explosion, and everybody's going, "What was that?" And uh, <laughs> I think I was in it was in a lease one year. I had old Mud Men of George and. John Morris and all that, that that crew, Raphael and them that fish with me all the time. And, I mean, we're catching some beautiful fish. I mean, some, you know, five, six, and seven-pound trout. And uh, I had one come up. I had one about seven, maybe eight pounds on. And uh, I was bringing it in for them to net it. 
and Raphael's hanging over the back with a net, and I'm going to lead this trout in there, and this bull shark, he almost came in the boat with us. It was a big no. one. I mean, uh, he, he looked as big as a 55-gallon drum when he blew oh up on that trout, and Raphael scooped it up and got it in the boat, and uh, I got it off and released it on the other side of the boat. I hope that fish made it. But uh, I guarantee you that shark was laying under our boat while we were fishing. It was dead calm. Uh-huh. He was just laying there waiting on the right one to take. And, I mean, he threw yeah. water all over us. Everybody in the boat got wet from that shark blowing up down the side of my boat like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty yeah, one of my customers, one of my customers laughing. He, he laughs about this today, uh, to this day. But uh, I was out in uh, in Galveston Bay, I mean, uh, uh, Matagorda Bay, West Bay, and uh, – I was out there fishing around one of the wells and, and uh, was with a party. And they had mm-hmm. one of the young sons, and uh, he was off the back of my boat dangling his feet in the water. And uh, I looked around, mm-hmm. and my, this customer of mine had called me, and I'm t- on the phone with him, and I, I looked around and saw him dangling his feet in the water. Well, they had just they had just said that they had, had one of these big uh, tiger sharks tagged, about a 15-foot tiger. <laughs> was tagged on that, uh, on that, uh, shark deal, you know, where they, they follow him. Right. And, uh, he was in, he was in West Matagorda Bay. And, uh, I looked around and saw that kid with dangling his feet in the water. And I said, Hey, I was on the phone with his customer. <laughs> and I said, Hey, get, get your feet out of the water. There's a 15 foot tiger shark out here, man. <laughs> and, and boy, he jerked his legs out of the water. And that customer I had on the phone, he, he was, he laughs about that to this day. He said, man, he said, you sound like you were panicking. I said, well, yeah. I said, man, then those big sharks hang around those rigs, you know? And I said, yeah, he could have been right underneath the boat like that bull shark you're talking about, you know? Oh, yeah. they We had a big one in the back of Trinity Bay back in the 80s living up there on the big herds of drum and redfish. It was a big tiger. I'll uh, let me knock his commercial break out, and I'll come back and tell you that story. That was uh, all right. All right. That was pretty uh, odd to see that far up from the Gulf of Mexico. All right. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Onyx PFDs. You know, approximately seventy percent of all fatal boating accident victims drown, and out of that seventy percent, eighty-seven percent of them were not wearing a personal flotation device, a PFD. It's like wearing a seatbelt. It's the biggest safety feature, and it's proven to save your life. The Onyx AM24, it's the one I wear, and it's very comfortable, and you can set it for, you know, from convertible to automatic or manual-only inflation. It has a low-profile design. It keeps you comfortable, especially in hot weather, and it has a soft neoprene neckline that won't rub you raw when you move from spot to spot in rough water. It has a durable ripstop fabric that resists tears and punctures and inflatable PFDs. They're not recommended for children or non-swimmers, but Onyx has a complete lineup of flotation devices to fit every situation. For more information, visit onyxoutdoor.com, or you can check them out at Academy Sports and Outdoors. I wear Onyx PFDs. You should, too. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning and welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, 534 here in the Bayou City. All right, Lynn, I'm back already. All right, man. What were you going to tell me? Oh, there was a... Big Tiger lived in the back of Trinity Bay one summer. I don't know. It was probably 84, 85, somewhere back in the day. And back then we had all these just massive, huge schools of bull drum and slot redfish, big trout mixed in with them. I mean, it was paradise. I mean, you just you just ride around back there and look for a big one-acre, two-acre splotch of mud and then find the fresh balls coming up to get to the front of the school, figure out which way they were moving. But long story short, Bobby Campbell had told me and Blaine that he had seen a, uh, a shark up there and he thought it was anywhere from 12 to 14 feet long, you know, from the fin to the tail, you know, when they come out of the water and he said, it's back there chasing those herds of drum. <clears throat> and we thought, man, that may be some Miller Lite talking or something there, but you know Bobby was—he <laughs> was a hell of a fisherman. I mean, one of the best guides back then on Trinity Bay. Well, anyway, I'm up there working. We'd caught our trout waiting that morning, and I went up there to put them on redfish in the middle of the day, and sun straight overhead. It's hot. It's like in August, and I'm pretty close to the river channel. I'm off that flat, and about I'm about six, maybe seven feet of water over all that knuckle shell back there, and man, there's a huge old heard a black drum they were actually swimming on top that shark showed up and ripped through those drum and it was like 30 and 40 pound drum looked like mullet jumping out of the water you know how mullet will take off in a run when jackfish are after him that's what these Uh drum were doing and then we saw this huge explosion and this giant slick turned into about a quarter acre just a big giant slick where he had eaten one of those big old drums and he was oh, he was living back there on those fish. I mean, it, why leave? And he's by a river right. mouth, you know, got the right flow. I mean, you know, shark territory. 
And I looked at all my guys, and I said, can you believe we were wading this bank this morning along this river channel, catching all those trout, and we got a fish like that back here eating 40- and 50-pound mm. drum jumping out of the water? Crazy, man. Gosh. Pretty mm. crazy. Mm. But I had oh, never I'm seen jealous. that since. You know, I've seen some hammerheads, you know, around mm-hmm. Smith Point, wading the Van Toon Islands and all that, and over by Houston Point. But I'd never seen a big tiger like that way up in the back of Trinity Bay. Seen oh, bulls, man. but no tigers. Yeah. I tell you what, there's no mistaking a big greater hammerhead though, with that big old pointed fin, you know. Oh, man. It's a, it's oh. a dead giveaway when that fin oh, it comes is. up. Oh, man. And I uh, you know, I saw one in the surf like that. And uh, I went to get the boat, and uh, my customers were – we were down by the Darlington. And uh, they, they were limited out. I said, y'all just keep fishing. I'll get the boat. So I went and got it. And, I'm idling out. About the third bar, I saw a muddy streak, and I, and I, huh. uh, curiosity got the best of me, you know. And I idled over toward that muddy streak. Hey man, those are redfish. We're gonna catch some reds. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. And I said, I wonder what this muddy streak is. I figured big school of reds, you know, or something. And mm. and I looked, and it was about a 15 foot. Uh, big hammerhead and he was just rubbing his belly right on that bar looking for stingrays is what he's doing probably yeah they they and, love uh, eating stingrays and uh they oh, like yeah. turtles too oh yeah but he was rubbing along that bar man and uh he was a big old greater hammerhead and i said oh man look at this and he was headed right for my guys you know so i kicked it on top and i ran on over to those guys and i pulled up there and i said guys if i was y'all I'd go ahead and get on this boat right now because there's a hammerhead coming over here about as big as this boat. <laughs> Boy, they hurry up. Radio in and boat. get a bigger boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I eased over and showed them that hammerhead, and they said, oh, my God. Boy, that, that big old tall dorsal fin, you know. Oh, I, I love seeing them, though. I mean, they're they're big, big old hammerheads. Hey, they're showing they, uh, they, on national TV on Fox News. It's showing that uh, Laguna Heights tornado yesterday down south oh, really? of you. Made national news. Oh. One dead, and I forget how many it said injured. Crazy. It just oh, crossed the path through there. It showed an area fo- photo of it. I'm going to talk oh, to I didn't know we had, I didn't know they had one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to talk to Robert Cervillo here after I talk to you this morning. He's going to tell me all about it. It was right there in his backyard. They had that mm. big shallow sort tournament down there yesterday, too. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I get an invitation every year, but, uh, you know, it's, I'm always fishing, you know, and, mm. and uh, I never go down there. But uh, it's just hard to trade her, trade her all the way down there and, and do that tournament. Yeah, and I you're guess, halfway there for me. For you ought to be me. Yeah, I know. It. Isabel, man, that's a haul, buddy. It is. And they do it out of Louie's backyard. And, and uh, I mean, that's I love fishing down in that area. No doubt about it, but um, that, that that's a good time. They have a good party time. Oh, and just south of you down there in Cliff Webb's backyard, he was telling me about it yesterday. I saw it on Facebook the other day where those guys caught a big uh, 14-foot hammerhead in the surf, right where Ooh. Cliff and them surf. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy, I tell you. Well, you know, I, I think I've told you this before, but I, I was in the surf uh, – one day and had a doctor with me and and oh man I, we were waiting along and I, we were waiting on the first bar but it it had a gut between the the bar and uh, we were catching our trout where that gut was and uh, they quit eating 
and I looked up in the first gut, and the first gut there was a slicks popping up, and I said, "Well, Doc, he was behind me," and I said, "Doc, there goes our fish." I said, "I'm going to try to get through this little gut and get back on the bar and go after him." He said, "All right, I'll be right behind you." Well, I started wading off in that gut, and it got deeper and deeper, and uh, pretty soon I'm I'm literally chin deep. But I've got my rod up in there, and I've got a mirror on, and uh, I just I looked over, and you could see the sand kind of coming out to a point, and I just kind of flipped that mirror over there one-handed, and as soon as it hit the water, a trout hit it, Took and off I, with set, it. I put I thumbed that spool and I set the hook, and uh, and that trout came up tail walking, and I went, uh oh, this isn't good, and he he went down, he came up again tail walking. And I turned around to that doctor and I said, Doc, this isn't good. And when I said that, about a six or seven foot shark came up and just inhaled that trout. Oh, just, Lord. You know, all I could see was a mouth, you know, and it was coming toward me. And mm. he inhaled that trout, mirror, everything, and, and threw water clear over me, you know. <laughs> and here I am, chin deep. And this was about 15 feet from me. And I went, oh, my goodness, you know, and, I, and I'm and i thinking, I don't want to swim backwards, you know, put my arms out no, there because he may take an arm. No, you frothing and swimming. But, no. Uh, well, so, good news was you were in a good depth of water. Most shark attacks happen in three feet of water or less, they say. So. Yeah, right. <laughs> if that's yeah. any consolation. <laughs> yeah. And I turned to repeat myself to that doctor. I said, Doc, this is good. And he, he was he was hurrying back to shallower water. And he said, no kidding. <laughs> and uh, he left me out there in that deeper water. Oh, but uh, I guess I was chum. <laughs> so anyway, I, I held my hands down. and I held my <laughs> hands up in the air with that rod up in the air. And I just tiptoed back to that shallow water. <laughs> Whew. Oh, man. That was a close one. Do the old Freddie Flintstone back to the beach. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, boy, that was, a, that was a big shark. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Well, you, you're on the water enough, you'll see a lot of things that uh, you just, did I really just see that? <laughs> did that just yeah. happen, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we see it all, I guarantee you. Yeah. I remember but, my uh, mom, you know, uh, She'd sit on the beach in a lawn chair. She'd fish early with all all the old pros, you know, and catch her two or three nice trout on the mirror lure, and, and all of us kids would wake up and and uh, head down to the beach down there, and we'd start wading around the water where she'd sit on the uh, sit on the beach and pretty much be a shark spotter. Boy, I don't t- I can't tell you how many times down by the past she used to tell us to get out of the water. She'd see a big fin come up and. We're all playing in the water and stuff. We didn't pay attention. And uh, it, uh, I remember it was that same weekend. <clears throat> she had pulled us out of the water two or three times. Well, that next morning, my dad and all them, they were lined up. And they were, man, the trout were on. They were catching beautiful fish, big old long trouts. And uh, there was a guy that was waiting down just to the left of them. And he had one of remember them old five and dime stringers, that old twine stringer that had a little gaff hook on the end of it and that little oh, yeah. rectangle you know, uh-huh. long cylindrical float on it. Just a cheap right. old stringer you buy at the bait shop. Well, sure. instead of looping it through a belt loop or whatever, you know, because back then there wasn't all these fancy wading belts and everything and quick connects. And Well, he tied the stringer around his waist and oh, just made goodness. a loop in it. 
Well, a shark hit his stringer. He had a stringer full of trout, and that shark hit that stringer going the other way and pulled that gaff hook into his stomach oh, where he had it wrapped goodness. around his waist. And I remember that. they, uh, they uh, Somebody went up to Bouton's Grocery and called an ambulance and had him come down there. He was in terrible pain, but, they uh, man, that blood was leaking all the water. They had to get out of the water. I mean, it, it frenzied him up. Oh, I bet. I bet. I, well, I, I, was, I remember I, as a kid hearing that guy yelling, you know, screaming. I bet. Blood curdling scream. Mm. I thought well, I was he was getting the, eaten alive by a shark, but that gaff hook was oh. buried in his stomach. Well, I was out the hump one day with some customers, and, I mean, you know, it's shark alley out there. I mean, there's sharks everywhere out there. And, and uh, I asked all these guys, I said, uh, everybody have a stringer? And they said, yeah, yeah. Well, I was assuming everybody had a long stringer, you know. And um, I said, yeah, everybody's got their stringers. So, I mean, these guys were pretty good fishermen, you know, the majority of them were. And so we jumped out of the boat and got after them, you know. We were out there, and everybody caught their limit. And uh, and this was back when, you know, 10 fish was the limit. Well, heck, everybody caught their limit. We got back to the boat. Man, I was putting fish in the cooler, and everybody just kind of stand there uh, alongside the boat. They'd had, they'd throw their fish over the over the gunnel, and I'd throw them in the cooler, you know, take them off their stringer, put them in the cooler. One guy, about the last guy, I said, okay, let me have your stringer. Well, he threw his fish over the gunnel. He had one of those little chain stringers with the clips, you know. Oh, yeah, like you'd use for freshwater fishing. Uh-huh. I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> this is your stringer? <laughs> He said, well, yeah, I had my stringer. I went, oh, my goodness. No float I mean, or nothing. They're just hanging straight down all around his legs and everything. Uh, oh, my goodness gracious. Oh, my goodness. Boy, his buddies looked at him <laughs> like you could. they had their mouths open, you know. Oh, he didn't realize what a chance he Boy, took. he was a pilgrim to salt water, wasn't he? <laughs> wasn't he? <laughs> my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Man. He's just lucky he's alive. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lucky he's not walking with a limp. <laughs> yeah. That, I uh, you. Man, oh, man. Man. man that, uh, there's People just, just uh, don't realize. That's what's so fascinating about saltwater, you know. I, I mean, and it, it doesn't bother me getting in it. It bothers me more swimming or getting in a lake than it does saltwater, you know. I just, I guess I know it and I know what to expect. And, I mean, right. the chances of somebody getting you know, chewed up by a shark or just slim to none. I mean, it does happen. Yeah. You know, you hear about bites and all that, but, uh, man, if sharks ate people, nobody get in the water. I mean. Well, that's right. I've never known anybody. People just have no idea how many sharks there are in our Gulf waters right off the beachfront, just out of range from the swimmers and the waders and everything, cruising around out there. I mean. Oh, yeah. Just, uh. Put a boat in and go out there and uh, drift and do some chumming and see what happens. Oh, I mean, my goodness. You can goodness, stop anywhere. And, I mean, it's just uh, it's Shark City. And if oh, they yeah. Ate people, I mean, people wouldn't get in the water on Galveston Island or Port O'Connor or anywhere. No. South Padre. South Padre's got some giants, man. Oh, yeah. Well, we There's do, some, too. I mean, yeah, they're here. There's no doubt about down, it. But... You know, and. And uh, we used to surf Matagorda a lot. We used to see some big, big sharks off the beach in Matagorda also. Mm-hmm. They're drawn to the river mouse and everything. 
Well, they're after your fish. They're not after you, but after your fish. Uh, right. We were wading the hump one time uh, on the uh, south side of the hump, uh, casting out toward those houses, you know, casting mm. out toward the, the island. And uh, everybody was out there about waist deep. And uh, back then, the water would drop off to about 18 feet deep out there. Yeah, I it mean, used it to be was, deep, it, that gut coming around that bar, man. Yeah, yeah. So you you can imagine the the sharks that would come between the jetties and Pascovite. I mean, there yeah, was a look lot at all the tarpon that swim through there too. Use that. Oh guy. yeah, back then, back then there were a lot of tarpon that came through there. Well, yeah. anyway, uh, we there must have been twenty or twenty five waders out there. We were all lined up in a line. Everybody throwing mirror lures, and everybody was catching good trout. And there was a shark came up out of that deep water. I'm here to tell <laughs> you that shark had to be ten or twelve feet long, and he came up on the hump, and his back. His dorsal fin was sticking out of the water, and his tail was out of the water, and you could see his head going side to side, <laughs> and oh, the bait boy. and the trout were just exploding on that on that hump, and just going crazy. You know? And he went around Dodge, all of them. man. They said this is creature oh, week. He came around. <laughs> he came around all of us. He came around everybody, and just exploding that bait and everything, and went around everybody, and then went right back into that deep water. My and everybody goodness. just looked at each other, and everybody went, oh, my God. <laughs> you you know? know, a big hammerhead but, ran me and Blaine off that bar in a tournament one time. We had started out, we were waiting Powderhorn, and it was a four-fish deal in that tournament down there, and and uh, we needed one more good fish. And uh, the sharks run us off Powderhorn, so we left and went out to the bar. The wind had laid down. It was nice out there, and uh, we got – we got in a little wad of fish, and uh, this big hammerhead come out of the deep like you're talking about. He swam right between us, and we looked at each other and said, I think we got what we need. Let's go to weigh-in. <laughs> yeah. We left. That was right. You know, it was about an hour before weigh-in. Uh-huh. Big, huge hammerhead. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. They put a chill up your back, won't they? Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to give them a chance to bite me if I know they're there. Uh-uh. What's scary is when the water's off color and you don't see them and, and they're there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I know it. Uh, we went down to uh, Florida. We were snook fishing down there, and and uh, we stepped off in a, in a uh, off the end of a bar, and the water was off color. And uh, this other, other friend of ours, he, he had stepped off in the water, ahead of us well he hooked about a 12 pound snook and the snook came up jumping and no sooner did he hooked that snook and about a six foot bull shark shot by me uh within about six six feet of me just boom headed toward that snook and i said oh i said oh i said there's a there's about a six foot bull just shot right by me headed toward your way and about that time another one on my left side headed toward that snook I said, I'm getting out of this off-color water, man. I'm getting up on the yeah, beach. Yeah, <laughs> they, they were. They heard the sound and they knew that the distress signal was out. They were headed for it. You better know them, it. Get them a quick lunch, man. And those those bulls, man, they follow those snook. They yeah, go they after do. them. They follow them redfish too. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. And they follow Everybody's, those trout, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hey, better know it. And they want the bigger fish. They don't want the small ones. They want they want a big They want a big snack. Well, that's right. They just take one big bite, you know. Yeah, you better know oh, it. I've heard that's some why. blood-curdling stories off of bull shoals back in the day. 
Rudy Gregor and my dad and all oh. of old timers wading bull shoals at nighttime and catching them oh, redfish. Yeah. And those big bulls would they were they were so big they would just swallow the whole redfish and swim off with everything. Yeah. And they're out there in the dark fishing. I I, I ain't that mad at them. You can have all that. <laughs> you know, I used to do that. I used to fish at night. And, uh, and boy, we caught some good fish, man. We did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I love fishing at night. But, uh, but I haven't done that in a long time, man. But uh, uh, I, I, I really love that because, boy, at nighttime, you hear those fish blowing up on that bait. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you just you know they're there. You know they're there. But also the sharks are in there with them too. You know? Yeah, not to mention an alligator or two sometimes. Also. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and you know you never think about it. Oh, well, I didn't back then, but I do now. But uh, I mean, we see rattlesnakes out here floating too. Well, yeah. And, How about that at night? A rattlesnake swim up on you. You don't see him coming. Uh-huh. He wants to. He wants to uh, get out of the water and use you for an island. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. A buddy of mine here, buddy of mine here had one try to get up on him while he's waiting, and he beat him with his rod till he broke his rod. And uh, <laughs> I said, uh, "You broke your rod on him." He said, "I got plenty of rods, man. I, I got plenty of rods." I promise and, uh, you. Oh yeah, yeah. But uh, I had uh, some guys who we were drifting in the lagoon, and we were drifting right down the lagoon. The wind was out of the east, and so it was perfect to drift down the lagoon. And uh, I said, uh, look at here, guys. Look at that rattlesnake coming right toward the boat. And he swam right up to the boat. He's about a three or four footer. And uh, I reached out there with my rod, and I flipped him away from the boat. And he turned around, and he swam right back to the boat. And I flipped him away from the boat again. He came back four times until I finally discouraged him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he finally swam off. But I guarantee you, he'd have come up and got on the boat. I'm I guarantee. not guarantee you would have had. Yeah. Guaranteed. I was fishing Sabine Lake one time. I'll tell you how that had a little old Bob Johnson with Reynolds Marine. We went over to Sabine Lake and we ran up way up north and uh, got up there near Coffee Ground Cove. And I found about 20 slicks down the shoreline. I said, buddy, we fixed to pour the coals to them. And I slid in there shallow and, and we put the anchor out. And we jumped out of the back of the boat and headed towards those slicks. And all of a sudden, I heard all the splashing on the bank. It looked like a Tarzan movie, buddy. Those alligators were up there sunning. I couldn't see them in the grass. You know, I wasn't paying attention. I was looking at the fish, you know, the slicks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got back in the boat. I guarantee you, <laughs> probably six or eight alligators just slid off in the water and started heading towards us. I said, no, thank huh. you. Big ones, Not too, today, huh? baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 All right, Lynn, I got to bow out of here. It's the top coming up, buddy, and I always enjoy talking to you. Great stories, man, and you have a great Mother's Day. If somebody wants to call you about coming down to Port O'Connor and fishing with you, give them a number, man. All right, man, they can reach me at 361-935-6833. And it's that time of year. Watch them bulls, man. They'll be, they'll be swimming oh. around you. Oh, I know. I just really get into fishing in late late May, man, is when I start, yep. start really getting after them. So. No bloody fish. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. We'll see <laughs> you, man. All right, Mick. Take care, buddy. Thank you. See you, man. All right. It's time for our top of the hour break and national anthem and all that. You're listening to the Outdoor Show here at Sports Radio 610. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. 
Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.